Hello and welcome to The Daily Poem. I'm Heidi White and today is Monday, January 17th. Today is Martin Luther King Jr. Day. And in honor of that, I'm going to read a poem by Harmony Holiday. Uh, she is a contemporary poet, uh, an American poet. She's a writer, a dancer, and the author of five collections of poetry. Uh, and this poem is called Microwave Popcorn. And this is how it goes. I think a lot of y'all have just been watching Dr. King get beat up and, ah, vacillating opportunists straining for a note of militancy and, ah, hold your great buildings on my tiny wing or in my tiny palm. Same thing, different sling. And then they shot him and, uh, left him on the front lawn of everyone's vulgar delirium for having been chosen walking home that night. That'll show you like candy and love, God openly, reverse order. A bird gets along beautifully in the air, but once she is on the ground, that special equipment hampers her a great deal and thereby home never gets to be a jaded resting place. I'm sure you can tell by reading it that this poem has a very disjointed quality. Uh, and if you even see it on the page, I urge you to look this poem up. Looking at it, uh, this visual presence creates uh, a, a disequilibrium within the reader. And that's intentional on the part of our poet. Uh, this, this poem is uh, integrated in form by being disintegrated internally and thus the form matches the content uh, and, and, and in that way this poem is worth contemplating especially on a day like today uh, this is a poem about uh, racial inequality and tension in America uh, and that was of course what Dr. King stood for what he advocated against. He advocated for justice and against injustice. And this poem has this quality of strain that's built into both the words of the poem and the formal elements of the poem. Uh, it, it, it contemplates justice versus injustice and reversal versus order, voice versus vo voicelessness, um, flying uh, and flight versus groundedness and, and all of kind of the metaphorical ways of that uh, an image of being a bird in flight and then also being a bird weighed down on the ground. Uh, so this is a poem that strains form just as Dr. King strained the formal coherence, so to speak, of American society. Uh, the poem is written in fragments, sentence fragments. There's large spaces between words you can see on the page if you read it on paper. Uh, the lines don't always cohere together uh, until there's one moment of coherence. There's one full sentence uh, within this poem. And it's this, a bird gets along beautifully in the air, but once she's on the ground, that special equipment hampers her a great deal. The poem, uh, the fragmentation and the, the kind of disintegrated integratedness, so to speak, of this poem converge towards that one sentence. And, and that one full sentence uh, is very clear visually within the poem. And I think it's also very clear orally when you hear the poem. It's very fragmented until that point. Uh, and so the poem is made up of all of these really interesting and weighted fragments uh, that uh, 
force the reader to either try to find a coherence within them or to evaluate each fragment individually and then like a puzzle piece and then try to see how it fits into a whole uh, until we get to that sentence. And then the sentence ends up kind of bearing the weight of the meaning of the poem, that there is this bird uh, that is able to fly with such freedom in the air. But then when it gets, once it gets to the ground, the wings make it clumsy. Uh, and so there's this, uh, contrast between flight and groundedness. Uh, and it forces the reader then to ask the question, which is better? How do they, how do these two things, uh, how can they meet in the person or meet in the object of a bird, uh, the life of a bird? Uh, and so again, there's these opposites, flight and groundedness, justice, injustice, reversal, order, voice, voicelessness, all these things uh, that end up uh, trying to find a place within American society. Uh, also within the poem is a, an, an acknowledgement of history of the, of the legacy of Dr. King and his fight for justice. Uh, and also a contemporary issue. All without stating it, we can find here as contemporary readers a reference to Trayvon, the Trayvon Martin case. Um, and the, so the poem converges the past with the present. Again, that's another attention within the poem, the past versus the present. Uh, there's The poem moves towards this question of contemporary justice issues with the Trayvon Martin case and him walking home and being chosen or selected in some way to bear the weight of, of justice, the, the people rallying to his cause, and yet that costs the life of this, this innocent boy. Um, and then that again raises the question of the title, microwave popcorn. What does that have to do with anything? Uh, and I think we find that within the last line, the title and the final line, um, thereby home never gets to be a jaded resting place. That's a little bit more difficult. And I want to dive into that a little bit. Microwave popcorn is something that we make uh, when we're kicking back, right? Putting up our feet. We want something easy, a snack to watch while we're watching some light TV. Uh, and the poem seems to be a commentary on the fact that there are many American citizens who might see the contemporary uh, justice battle, as well as Dr. King's battle, as merely something to observe, something to watch, something entertaining, something to take a side on. Whereas the poem is, is saying, no, this is not something to just take a side on and pop popcorn and watch, but something to enter into and wrestle with. And that's what the poem does. Um, and, and that's what their, that where we get that final line, home never gets to be a jaded resting place uh, for uh, people of color who are fighting for justice. It never gets to be a jaded resting place uh, because they feel the weight of injustice. And for those people who uh, might question whether or not this fight for justice is valid, then uh, for those people, the poem seems to be saying, your home never gets to be a jaded resting place uh, because that would be wrong, right? For you to just sit home and pop popcorn and watch these things and take a side from the outside instead of getting into the arena and, um, and wrestling with these things and what that looks like. Um, but the poem doesn't let that be easy either. And that's why I think it's great. Um, so on Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s uh, Memorial Day, uh, in the midst of a fraught culture. I thought that this poem was uh, particularly poignant and relevant. Here it is again, one more time, Microwave Popcorn by Harmony Holiday. 
I think a lot of y'all have just been watching Dr. King get beat up and ah, vacillating opportunists straining for a note of militancy and ah, hold your great buildings on my tiny wing or in my tiny palm. Same thing, different sling. And then they shot him and ah, left him on the front lawn of everyone's vulgar delirium for having been chosen, walking home that night. That'll show you like candy and love, God, openly, reverse order. A bird gets along beautifully in the air, but once she's on the ground, that special equipment hampers her a great deal and thereby home never gets to be a jaded resting place. This has been the Daily Poem, produced by Goldberry Studios, post-production by Logan Green. I'm Heidi White. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back again tomorrow with another poem.